0: Every bite.
1: You want sharp NFL insight? We got a guy. Rostradamus is here. Joining us from the ringer, Raheem Palmer on In the Zone.
0: All he does is work
1: out and pick winners. You can find Raheem Palmer on the Ringer Gambling Show. He is a betting analyst for the Ringer, does a phenomenal job over there, and joins us every week here on this show. Raheem, it looks like you guys had a big event this weekend. How was that?
0: Oh, it was absolutely incredible. Um, You know, we got a chance to go by the Spotify Studios. The core ring wise guys, I got to meet everybody in person for the first time. I already met J.J. because we hung out in Vegas, hung out at his wedding. I got a chance to meet House, I got a chance to meet Cousin Sa. I even got a chance to watch the games at Bill Simmons House. If you told me I was eighteen years old <laughs> and I would be watching playoff games at Bill Simmons House, I called you crazy. But um really great weekend.
1: Well, that's awesome, man. It's been a meteoric rise for you and we love to see it. You mopped up, by the way. Everything that you said on this show last week came to fruition. At least the um uh, the big points of contention. I did end up fading you on the Texans and the Bucks pick, which I never do. So um, we see how profitable that was, but congrats to you for a good weekend.
0: Oh, thanks, man. I, everything, I, you know, I've nailed pretty much everything except for the Dallas Cowboys. That was the only game that I just felt like maybe I had a blind spot on, but couldn't tell me that this Cowboys team was a seven-point favorite and they'd be getting blown out at home. So other than that, I, I, I felt like I got everything correct.
1: Well, it's not what you did last. It's what you do next when it comes to sports betting. So let's dive into these games and then uh, I want to get your thoughts on an NBA item or two. We've got a big trade that just went down. Uh, Texans go into Baltimore nine point underdogs. Interestingly, I went back and looked at the line from Week One when these two teams played each other. C.J. Stroud's first start in the NFL. The line was the exact same in Baltimore when these two teams met in Week One. How have the odds makers not wavered one bit, given the growth that we've seen from this Texans team? It, doesn't really make sense to me.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm struggling with this one as well. Like, I, I really struggle with this one because I mean, when you saw what Houston did last week. I mean, this is a team that had 8.1 yards per play, 12.7 yards per pass against the Browns, and I love this Baltimore team, but they still got some demons that they got they they got to an answer. I mean, but you look historically, you look at teams. Teams coming up us that winning a wild card round are fifteen and twenty two against the spread. It's forty one percent. Teams that won about fourteen, about three and six against the spread in the divisional round. So typically you see those teams that, you know, overperform in the wild card round, they tend not to do as well in the divisional round. So I think odd makers are looking at that for a reason. That's where I had the line in as well. So I don't I'm not sure if I'm actually gonna be on the side here.
1: San Francisco minus nine, a similar spread there, hosting Green Bay. I know the Packers looked unstoppable against Dallas. I guess they would kind of fit the mold of some of those stats that you were just talking about. But this is a different animal going into San Francisco where the Niners just don't lose. Is it Niners or pass here at minus nine?
0: You know, I see some sharps on the Green Bay Packers to be
1: honest with you, but I already
0: took the four Niners minus nine and a half. I think you I think it's like this either the Packer, either the 49ers are going to blow out the Green Bay Packers or they might just lose out. You look at 11 and a 12 San Francisco wins this season, they were about double digits. So they would have been a perfect 12 for 12 if the Rams didn't kick a field goal with the times expiring. So the 49ers, either they're going to blow you out or they're going to lose outright. And, you know, 16 out of the last 22 games at home have been wins by 12 or more points. So... I almost think that you could lay an alternate spread with the Forty ers because when I look at this Packers defense and like this Packers defense can't stop anything. I mean, I know they were able to slow down Dallas last week. Dallas wasn't able to run the ball. The Forty ers can run the ball, so I, I, I'm not sure the Packers are going to be able to get out to a positive game script and just be able to run the ball all over San Francisco. Like Dallas couldn't stop the run. You you go back to that. That game against the Arizona Cardinals. They gave up almost seven yards per one against the Arizona Cardinals. That's not happening this week. I love Aaron Jones to death, but he's not running all over that that San Francisco 49ers defensive line. Now, the one weakest that the 49ers have is their secondary. So the way Jordan Love is playing right now, he could possibly carve them up. So I think this is going to be a high scoring game. I, I think 50, like I think it's 50 and a half right now, that's a little bit too low. I think you're going to see a lot of points. But I lead the six to nine and a half with the forty ers and I actually think that you could probably lay an alternate spread with this team because they tend to blow teams out so much.
1: How how high would you go with an alternate line?
0: Um, I have to actually look at the numbers on you know what the payouts are, yep. but I think you could at least go to you know thirteen and a half or so. Mm. Um, I think that that'll pay pretty well. Um, should, you could probably go to seventeen and a half as well. So, I, I think that that's kind of where you got to be looking because. This team just blows teams out. So um, I know there are some sharps on the, the Packers this week, but I'm not necessarily buying it.
1: Talking to Raheem Palmer, betting analyst from the ringer. Uh, the Bucks have looked like a completely different team over the last month-plus. Six-and-a-half-point underdogs in this one headed to Detroit. Do you worry about an emotional letdown at all for the Lions? First playoff game at home in forever went up against their former quarterback and Matt Stafford, grown men crying in the stands. It's just kind of hard to replicate that week over week.
0: I don't necessarily worry about an emotional layoff, but what I do worry is that the Lions' win seemed like a little bit of smoke and mirrors. If you, look, if you look at the box score of that game second half, the Rams really dominated that game. And you, you look at the box score, Rams had 425 yards, Lions had 334 yards. Rams had 7.7 yards per play. Lions had 6.1 yards per play. You look at – they pretty much dominated every facet of the game except for the red zone. And the Rams were all at three in the red zone. The Lions were three at three in the red zone. And we all know that there was a a holding penalty, then a pass interference, holding penalty on Rams which took them out of field goal range, then a pass interference penalty that they just did not call and there was a ton of calls that just didn't go the Rams' way. And the Rams probably should have been able to line up and kick a field goal at minimum and take the lead in that game. And that didn't happen. So, to me, the Rams probably should have won that game. So, I worry that this Lions team isn't what everybody thinks they are. And if there's one thing that we know about the Lions is that they're not a good defensive team. This is a team that can be passed on. Um, you're talking about a team that's 25th in, in passing EPA per play. And now you got to deal with Mike Evans, who has been playing like a Hall of Fame wide receiver all year long. You got to deal with Chris Godwin. You got to deal with Trey Palmer, who wakes up angry and scores touchdowns. <laughs> Every time he <laughs> writes, he wakes up angry on Twitter. So I think this six and a half is a little bit too much. And I also think this is this is probably going to be a game where you're going to see a lot of points. So I'm leaning towards the Bucks and the over. I haven't played anything yet, but that's my lean there.
1: Yeah, that over 48.5, that is a tasty treat. Let's finish with Buffalo and Kansas City. The line has been bouncing back and forth from minus 3, minus 2, back to minus 3 in favor of the home team Buffalo Bills. The Bills are the hottest team in the league right now. Josh Allen looks completely unstoppable. Mahomes playing his first road playoff game ever, which is hard to believe. What do you do with this one?
0: I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs And at the end of the day, one thing we know about Mahomes. When this guy is an underdog, you're talking about a guy who's four, one and one against the spread. When Patrick Mahomes is playing as an underdog or the spread is between three, I mean you're talking about a guy who's like eleven and six and one. So why would you ever bet against Mahomes in a spot where he's catching points or he's a short favorite? It just to me it doesn't make sense. And when you dig into the matchup, like, like that's really digging into it. This Buffalo Bills offense is always, they've been pretty cheeky all year. And you you look at the times where the double-digit favorites against the Chargers, double-digit fa- favorites against the Patriots. Even last week, they were double-digit favorites against the Steelers, and they could have gotten inside of that number. So now you got to take on this Chiefs defense, which is top five in EPA completion, top five in success rate, top five in DB away, and... If you ask me, Josh Allen is is turnover-prone. So one of the biggest caveats here is that everybody's talking about this Buffalo defense. Everybody's talking about this Kansas City Chiefs offense. Well, the Buffalo Bills lost a ton of guys in the secondary last week. You you lose Tyrell – you you lose um, Teron Johnson, all-pro quarterback. You lose Sam Martin. You lose Baylor Spector. You lose cornerback Christian Benford. You lose Terrell – Bernard, who was carted off with an ankle injury, so you look all those guys and Mason Rudolph was able to drop the ball up the field. What's Patrick Mahomes going to do? This reminds me of the of the of Patrick Ewing and the Michael in the Bull Patrick Ewing and the New York Knicks in 1993. They were home. They had home court advantage against the Bulls. They won 33 in a row at home, and Michael Jordan still went in there and beat them. So I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs here. I'm taking them plus three. I'm taking a money line, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm taking an alternate spread. I'm going to lay two and a half on the Kansas City Chiefs. I might even lay three and a half.
1: Ooh, that is spicy. I told myself after the Super Bowl last year that in a big spot, I'm never betting against Patrick Mahomes again in a tight spread like this situation, and yet I find myself here. Now, you've of course, now you've got me back to waffling. I was all in on Buffalo. Um, but man, bring up some very good points for him. Um, real quick before I cut you loose, your thoughts on the Pascal Siakam deal? He makes his way to Indiana. They're at the sixth spot right now in the East. Love what Tyrese Halliburton is doing. What do you think about him as a number two option for the Pacers?
0: I love it for the I love it for the pay, for the Pacers, and it just feels like they didn't give up a lot. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Raptors just didn't get a lot for him at all. Um So, like, you got to, I mean, you have a guy in Pascal Siakam, two-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, great offensive versatility. I mean, this guy, he, he can score inside, he can score outside, he can defend. He's a great, I mean, this is a great fit for them. So, Indiana Pacers got better today, and I, I, I'm not sure if the Raptors got enough for him.
1: Raheem Palmer, betting analyst for The Ringer. You can find him on Twitter, daily updates on everything he's got going on at I am Rastradamus. Thanks so much, Raheem. Best of luck this weekend. No doubt. You have a good one. Raheem twisted me up yet again, just like he did last week. I have to go back to the workshop now. Our first four things coming up next.